It is the nah. Bama Sports Podcast really in three. Shut up, Josh. Shut your mouth. It's the Bama Sports Podcast in three, two, one. One message for you took from your aunt. Uh-huh. She will bust both of you in the head. You know who me? It's not rocket size, you know. I think you, like me, um, have a face for radio. You know who me? That's why it sucks. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. This kind of unprofessionalism does not need to be tolerated. And I mean it. Like, you know who me? You know who me? You know who me? You know who me? What the hell is going on here? Let's all hang up. Another episode. Of the BS podcast. Hang on, hang on, hang on. There's all kinds of noise in my ear now. Oh, jeez. We need a little bit more professionalism. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of the BS podcast. It is I, the Q Diggity Dog, in the BS studio with your favorite people. And some of your people, some of your favorite people that aren't on the podcast this week, but joining me. My co-host, fellow Moran brother, Josh <coughs> Moran. Say what's up, Josh. What's up, Josh? Nice, nice. Hey, Wild did Bill. See, did y'all see my the, pronoun? No. Is it La Douche Bag? It says beer. Okay, cool, man, cool. Now, we have Wild Bill, the man with the Bama Bullet Points. Wild Bill, welcome to this episode of the BS Podcast. How you doing? Doing well. Survived Christmas another year. So now That's it's right. only 364 days till the next Christmas. <laughs> yep. Just like, uh, and just only like tw- in Whoville. Only 20 days till they all start uh, celebrating it again. <laughs> it does not take long. And the man, he's back. Austin Dash. The man who does the Saban correspondence for the BS Podcast. Welcome back to the show, Mr. Dash. How do you do? Good. Uh, I just wish you would warm up. So you man, can walk outside and be able to breathe. It's right now. Yeah, in Texas, it is it's yeah, gotten Texas. warm again. We're a day it's ahead of y'all. warm again. Well, here's what we're going to do, guys. Um we are definitely going to spend some time talking about the uh, Bama-Kansas State game in the uh, All-State Sugar Bowl coming up here and maybe some of the matchups in the playoff games, maybe another game that you might be looking forward to. But with that said, I want to get from each of you favorite Christmas movie and what did you love about Christmas this particular year? And I will start with Joshua, the Moran brother. <clears throat> Favorite Christmas movie? Man, I don't know. A Christmas Story probably is up there. Um, even though we didn't watch it this year because we watched it. Actually, we did because we watched it with this first one or the second one. There's the second one now. So we watched it and then we watched the second one with Ralphie when he's grown up. So that's my favorite. What was your take on that, uh, on the Ralphie, the second edition? What did you think? I loved it. I thought, I thought it was, it was great. great. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it, you know, it had a lot of, you know, the mom was different, but, you know, he was in it, had a lot of his buddies, and the guy was a cop, the bully. 
It was great. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was very well done. All right, Wild Bill. Uh, Hang on. Hey, hold on. Oh, yeah, your favorite memory. Sorry, I, I tried to move on way too quick. Go ahead. So I'll tell you, uh, my favorite memory is when me and my wife opened presents on uh, Christmas morning. And the favorite memory you want me to say is was being able to spend Christmas with you and your family and watch the Raiders game. What's that was 1A. B. What was B? Uh, I was not gunning for you to say anything that had to do with me. I wanted to know what your favorite time was. You're a liar. <laughs> I'm a truther. Whatever, dude. So, but it 1A, is nice. 1A, 1B. There you go. There you go. Hey, um, what was uh, what was your favorite gift this year, Josh? I don't know. Dude, my wife fucking killed it, man. She got oh, hey. Sorry. My wife freaking killed it this year. She got me some Crocs. Uh, they're ugly, but they're so comfortable. <laughs> it makes them beautiful. Uh, and they're Alabama colors. Here, I'll show them. Yeah, those are pretty legit. I I got mixed up in the group text and didn't didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, dude, man. And you said they're ugly. Well, I mean, Crocs are ugly. That's the whole beauty of the Croc is it's an ugly shoe, but it's Alabama colors, which it makes it beautiful. She had to special order those. Uh, uh. She found them at Ross, man. Oh, really? And it looks sport, sports mode activated. Bam. Boom. Man. They come with a sports mode. Well, Very yeah, because if you wear them like this, they're just, but I can't do that. So you have to put sports mode so it hits around there. Sweet. That's but what she I got, call technology. She got me a wallet. Uh, she got me a blanket that when I was at Richardson's for Chris, or for uh, over uh, vacation, <clears throat> I fell in love with that blanket and she got me one of them. What else? She got me some cologne. What else did she get me? A hammer with a nine-in-one tool. No, oh, yeah. And some uh, some shorts. Also, a congratulations is due. The uh, the Moran family from House Josh is uh, making a move across town, which is pretty exciting. You getting that? Congratulations house. on getting that rental home. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got a nice house. Yeah, we got a good deal. It should have been like a twenty five hundred a month, probably. We got it for seventeen. We're still paying seventeen hundred a month. Ain't that ridiculous? We love it, it is. though. So whatever. It is. It's I just painted. <laughs> it's the state of housing these on, days. I did too, but you know what? From what we've been looking at, it, it's oh, uh, it's a deal for this. Yeah, it's really nice, man. So you're you're well, in Arlington, is that right? But well, yeah, we're moving to Fort Worth, close to Quincy. Yeah, which is awesome, awesome. And then Fourteen minutes in, away. He's moving in June, probably away from us. No, 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 no. We're we're probably gonna have to sit tight, unfortunately, and wait for the girls to graduate. All right, thanks for sharing, Josh. Wild <laughs> Bill, favorite Christmas movie and favorite moment of Christmas here Elf. in twenty twenty two. Yeah, Christmas movie. that's a good cool one, man. What an awesome movie! Because I yeah. think I told you, Quincy, uh, I'd preached a series of the three Sundays leading that on. Elf. And I love the, the last point I made is there's room for everybody 
on the nice list and about yep. the way that Buddy just went ballistic when he saw his daddy's name on the naughty <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, he just went. there are so many one-liners from that movie that it's, you can uh, just walk around and say and, they uh, are. Favorite memory is we're up here in Mentone spending time with Amber and Austin and Whoa. dogs. And, uh, but it's been cold. It's not fun when you got everybody at your house and you don't have hot water because the hot water line is frozen in the wall, the outside wall. And uh, mm. so we had to all wait till we got up here yesterday to take showers. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> so, but it's been good. Holy cow. And uh, that's what uh, basically we gave. That was our Christmas. We we paid to rent this place for a couple of days, and that's what me and Cindy, basically, that was our Christmas to us and to Amber and Austin. Basically, we got them a few other little odds and ends, and very nice, whatnot. But it's been good. But it's snowing in Huntsville's being smacked with snow right now. Is that right? Yeah. But uh, we've got some mini flurries in uh, in our where we live in Texas, but nothing, nothing that was uh, of any real you know threat. Just the cold weather. <laughs> but it's warmed up now. It's uh, like Josh says, it's in the fifties. The wind is still cold, but it's wild how quickly it can swing. Yeah, it's gonna That's be gonna, it's it's gonna be in the seventies here by the end of the week. It's gonna be in the mid sixties here, but starting. 30. We're all gonna be sick. I'm sick I'm right not. now. <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling. I'm told. A bit. I'm told that's why. Can y'all tell? No. no. Stop! Stop calling for pity. But uh, I'm just wondering. Tell? I'm, look, I'm looking at my photo and I look homeless and retarded. <laughs> that's that's how sick. you normally look. It's the same. Hey. <laughs> but you know hey, I am thankful. We've had fun doing this this year. And all of us That's are great. in good. Guess what? We're in we good health. Next year, we can do it next year too. Well, but I, I think it's going pretty well. We, we've had a good time. That's next Monday. And uh, also, it's all good. God's good to us. Amen to that. Well, so he, ain't good. Good, he ain't good to my neighbors because we're one of the only buildings with water in my freaking apartment buildings. <laughs> <laughs> So, so all right, they, brother they, they, Austin. They, there was a couple leaks in this apartment complex, and they wouldn't fix them, mm. no matter how many times you uh, reminded them of the problem. Yeah, and uh, now it all froze over and busted a lot of other stuff. That's good. So, in essence, God is still good, but the maintenance department at your apartment complex is horrible, is not good. So there you go. Just to to firm that up, Austin Dash. Um, it's been That's a minute not. since we've had you on the program, so it's yeah. great to have you back. Favorite movie, favorite movie, and favorite movie. It ain't firmed up for me. <laughs> um, probably the Tim Allen Santa Claus movie. Just acknowledge. I know it's that it's not a, a movie, but that series is pretty great. Have you seen the new series though? We have been yeah. watching it. Cause I watched. Uh, are the, you I, serious? I watched the first episode or two, and I didn't like it. But then I. It's heard, okay. I heard Bernard came back. Yeah, was, that made it I was a little better. Off because it's like there's no reason you can't have Bernard in this show. He ain't working. Like that dude ain't a. He could be in it. 
I could not get past the first episode. I was done. I had to. I had to just cut it. Was, it. it wasn't that great. I cut bait. Cut bait. His favorite. Yeah, uh, it was okay. Favorite Christmas moment of 2022. Hey, real quick, Dash. See, this is all, Austin's turn. You also masturbate and you cut bait. So, whatever. Quincy. <laughs> that is um, that is not true. I did cut bait though. My my old gonna have to smack you in the head. It wouldn't be the first time, man. <laughs> right, um, if, you can, if you can wade through that pool of garbage by Josh, what's your favorite Christmas memory for 2022? Um, Being with his daddy-in-law and mother-in-law. Did he just yeah. go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. um, uh, probably me and Bill and Cindy and everybody in this house just trying to a lot of fire in this fireplace for the last two days and still can't do it. I don't know what's Hang up on. with the wood in Mentone, but it does and not I, burn. I don't know what Mentone is, and I want to do an Austin impression. <coughs> <laughs> Mentone's in Northeast, Josh, up above Fort Payne. Above Fort Payne. Oh, okay. All righty, all righty. Well, that's but, good. Yeah, At least you'll uh, but, but now, you'll be able to keep that memory with you. Well, yeah, but let's get this straight, uh, Austin Dash. You're the one from West Virginia. You know how to build a fire. I know. That's so, what's okay, confusing. So don't be throwing me and Cindy under the bus. You're the one. That, no, I'm just saying we've all tried. And maybe he – Maybe he can't none of us do it. Maybe he lied to you, Uncle Bill. Maybe he can't start a fire. Well, Cindy's problem, she just told what her problem was. She tried to do it like y'all's pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Bill said, and well, he, he about now, burnt the house down. Yeah. Papa, Papa may have not been good at starting a fire in the house, but outside the house, he could start a raging fire like nobody else. Yeah. Well, he's still yeah. the only one I know that can pray and set the house on fire while he's praying. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said Adger on fire a couple times. Hey, hey, that that must run in the family, not the praying. But uh, our cousin Dave set a few houses on fire too, and he's pretty good at it. Uh, well, or he thanks for bringing the mood down. He might not have, said uh, it, but he had somebody maybe to do it. Now, look, I gotta, I gotta be honest though. We got a leg up on him when it comes to life. You know what I mean? That is, oh, uh, low blow, freaking chink. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot just, about that. Oh my that lord! That is just physically and literally leg up on okay. the competition. Very nice. Um, if you have not had the opportunity to uh, go go check this out on Facebook, Austin and Amber do an annual Christmas live where they sing, they take requests, and they uh, goof they off songs live and uh, have a have a lot of fun as well. And if you have not had the opportunity to go listen to that, go see it and listen to it. I think you, I don't know if you can, if you're not friends with Austin and, and Amber. Yeah, or should be able to. Or whatever, but go look it up because, man, I got to tell you, it was a lot of fun. I stuck around for the entire thing. Wow. Um, and uh, I was like, hey, I, uh, I'm going to jump on here to support my peeps because they, you know, we're a part of the podcast deal and I want, they're supporting us. So I want to support them and. Before you know it, an hour had gone by, and my spirits were lifted. And and that's I'm not even messing around. My spirits were lifted, um, just for the good time and the great singing. And uh, if you've never 
heard Austin turn loose. You need to get at it. And uh, Amber has got a set of great pipes that she can just she can blow the house down as far as that goes, singing as well. So nicely I done. Need, I need y'all to sing some uh, center music. <laughs> well, look, Josh, you had to hey, we did singing Christmas music. So what more do you? Have? Austin, Austin, you sound like you got a lot of soul in your voice, man. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, we you were. We we did sing some uh, theme songs to your favorite shows. So Golden Girls was uh, in there. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, he did was it, it was a banjo house. too. Yeah, traveling down yeah. a road or back again. Then what was that Elton John song y'all sang? Oh, what did he sing? He says, "Uh, Blue Jean Baby." Yeah, that one. It yeah. says something about I like to make out with men, something like that. That's or, your favorite song, Josh, but they didn't take that as a request. <laughs> no, it was John's favorite song. It was Tiny Dancer. That's what it was. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Obviously, one of the absolute best songs of the night is uh, when Austin and Amber sing "Mary, Did You Know?" And uh, but yeah, yeah, it was it was quite a performance. If you haven't seen it, Josh, if you hadn't seen her Uncle Bill, it was it was fantastic and well worth. He he slipped through it. Oh well. Well, I actually was watching it for about twenty minutes and then I dipped out. There oh, you good. go. Good, good, good. All right. So with that, um, all the movies y'all mentioned were great. I love Jim Carrey uh, in The Grinch. We watched Christmas. it yesterday while we opened. Present. It is just a fantastic movie. There's so and many good ones. When you asked that, I was like, oh, I know it's hard. There's just it's so many really good Christmas to, movies. If you to, watch to, The Grinch, though, like. Jim Carrey in that role was just, it's, I'll never yeah. watch any other and it's, Grinch again in my life. It's crazy exactly. to hear, like, underneath that costume, like, they had to bring in guys from the CIA because it was the equivalent to torture. Because he really? was literally just buried beneath, you know, all those prosthetics for hours and hours. And, yeah, and they said he was about to go crazy, so they had to bring specialists in to help him not lose his mind. Well, he didn't. Uh, it, it didn't stick. It worked. Uh, no, it didn't work. stick. No. With that being said, um, you know, favorite uh, memory for Quincy Moran was certainly. Um, it was. It's actually bittersweet. Uh, we tried to, you know, have Christmas with my mother, but for about twenty-five years, you know, my mother's birthday is on uh, Christmas Eve, so we would do that every year and uh, get together with her. So it was sadly closing that chapter, but then. You know, opening the chapter to a, a new Christmas tradition and uh, having Christmas with Josh and Melly, um, it was great, and we thoroughly enjoyed it. And we just really, for Christmas Day, had a ton of family time, opening gifts, and just time together. Which, the older I get, it is it's evident that that's some of the most important things on earth is the time you get to spend with your family and the memories you get to make. So, was proud to do that. Um, I, last question pertaining to Christmas, yes or no, just a quick answer. We'll start with Josh, go to uncle Bill, hit Austin and myself is die hard a Christmas movie. Yes. Yes. Uncle Bill. What was the question? Is die hard a Christmas movie? I don't know. Okay. Look, well, that's it, three yeses and that, one. Yes. Got an iconic line. He says, Yippee-ki-yay! Merry Christmas, mother... He doesn't say that. I don't know. I've never seen it, so I don't know. 
All right, so we uh, we have three yeses and one neutral. <laughs> Die Hard is officially a Christmas. And I know Amber's okay. probably laying in there going. Why, though? No. It's, <laughs> it's set in Christmas. The Gremlins is set in Christmas. Yes, I didn't realize that. During Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. It is what it is. Fair point. Hey, well, Uncle Bill, look at this right here. Elf. Yeah, what about it? See that? That's your favorite movie. I'm pointing oh, to it. Your finger. <laughs> you don't see this right here? It's Buddy's Barely. face. I don't see Buddy's face. Try here. Well, I can't see it. All right. Oh, there okay. we go. Okay, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, I can see it. Well, here we go. Yeah. Time to get in to some football, and let's talk around last week's episode. We talked about you know what our thoughts were with uh, with Will and Bryce coming back, but we have some uh, some of our uh, our guys back on the crew this week. So uh, as I get into this first quarter with Josh and talk about Alabama and what's coming up, I'd like you to share some of your thoughts about. Bryce and Will Anderson and the team coming back to play. Um, I would say that we were going to have the entire team available. We, you know, like everybody knows, we've had 13 guys enter the transfer portal. So, Josh, what are your thoughts about Bryce coming back and about Will Anderson, and what do you look for with uh, with Alabama, K-State? Go ahead and kick us off. Well, I would say uh, if you look at Bryce, Will, and all them playing, that Saban has not lost all of his uh, moxie or mojo, whatever you call it, because they're still playing. Uh, all these other coaches, Ohio State's got a bunch of players sitting out, and they're actually in the playoffs. They're they're playing for something, and they're sitting out because they don't want to hurt their gra- draft stock. So I think Saban has been able to at least keep that, and if, so that, that gives me some hope that it's not over with yet. Um, and what was the other part? No, just what you what you think. What impact do you think they will have on the game? Well, I mean, they're going to have the same impact they had all year. Well, whether that'll mean anything or not, who knows? I mean, we we'll have to wait and see because our starters typically don't sit out no matter where we're playing. So we've lost games uh, like this, and we've won games like this. So I really have no idea. As has been the case with this team all year. I don't know. Yeah, but it's nice Absolutely. to know they're playing. I mean, uh, I don't care what you say. If you got a first round draft pick that's playing in the playoffs, and he sits out, that's going to hurt you when you're uh, a, it's draft stock because like it should. You, you just don't feel like playing. You won't play, and uh, that's that hurts you in the NFL when it comes to like uh, draft position and all that. So he's going to drop out of the first round. That guy from Ohio State. But that's that, and that, to me, that's something that is that seems to be, and this is a very skewed point of view because I don't follow a lot of other teams when it comes to college football. But it seems to be something that's very particular to Alabama that our our guys do not sit out of football games. Georgia now, too, um, but that's you know, Kirby. It, very very fair point, <laughs> and I think it I think it speaks to. You know, I know the transfer portal is loaded with Alabama players, but I think it speaks to the quality of individuals that we do um, recruit, and and that must be a part of what it what uh, Coach Saban and the team looks for when they're when you're you're judging people by character. There's only there's only so much you can judge because now 
you know, with the way that things are affected with the NIL, who knows what's going to happen when they start making money. But you, Josh, made the point that maybe there's a slim chance that Bryce does come back. I know this sounds really stupid even saying it out loud. It's one thing to say it over a text, but maybe he does come back because he wants the shot. He wants to make good on winning a championship, and he made $4 million this year Technically, as a football player. Technically, he has won a championship, but not as the starting quarterback. Correct, correct. And, I, I mean, as a competitor, I would assume you want to achieve that. And, and for that sake, you know, Will probably wants to achieve the same thing, but I just don't know, you know, for defensive players, you know, is the is the risk too high? But I am proud to see – now, originally it said, I think the verbiage was that they were going to show up to the game, but now we're, we're full on after hearing what they had to say at their press conferences. They're actually going to play in the game. So that I never a- even had a thought in my mind that Bryce Young wasn't going to play in this game. It just it never even entered my brain because of who he is. And <clears throat> the only thing that makes me think that there might be a chance he comes back because he's going to be the number one pick both years, unless he just – there's nobody better Unless than him next year. he broke his leg off or, like, had some Tua injury where he goes all limp-fingered and he can't do anything. Like, he's durable. He doesn't get injured a lot. Uh, Except for when he injury, does. I mean, he, if he had an injury, he'd come <laughs> back from it. But yeah. he's already a millionaire, and you know at least next year he would double that, like his NIL deal, because no one does what he's about to do if he did it like comes back for that senior season when he really has no reason to other than to win a championship, which is something he's won all the awards. Yeah. You want to experience that in college, you know, but nowadays college guys, if there's somebody like Bryce, they can get that extra year and stay in college a year and not get out in the real world, so to speak. And, you know, try to do what they want to do because he's already a millionaire. He's rich and he's going to make another 10 million next year. So, I understand you're going to get $20, $30 million guaranteed that first round of the NFL if you get drafted number one, right? But you come back, what if you come back, win a championship, and then still get drafted number one? There's no difference, literally. He's a special case in this new NIL uh, landscape where these players aren't so desperate for that first contract in that first round because they already got money. Yeah. And just looking at the the impact, and, I, and look, we talked about this last week, and we've talked about it all season, because Will Anderson has not made the numbers as far as the solo tackles and sacks, et cetera, that we thought that he should. Um, but the fact that uh, the fact that this guy consistently um, holds two blockers out of the lineup in order for the rest of the team to step up. Um, I don't. I don't know what his decision will be. I hope he has a great game against K State and, and improves his his draft stock. Not that he would go from what number three to number one, just depending on what Bryce does. But can't say enough about him and, and his his character uh, coming to play this game. And so I, I really, Uncle Bill, it it blows me away that guys are hopping out of the ship up in Ohio. Um, while they do, like Josh said, they have something to play for. What do you What do you think's going on over there with those guys? They're just sad. a different mentality, I think. They're selfish. 
Yep. The the word they don't know what word team means. Because what what have you done? They also don't know what win means either. So there's that. But but I think a lot of it, you know. Of course, he's had a good record as their head coach, but personally, I don't think Ryan Day is a good coach. You Not know, in big games. Uh, you know, yeah, against all these patsies, you know, and they don't have a problem putting 70 or 77 up on a weak component. But what does he do when the, when it gets tough? Right. I mean, you're, 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 you are undefeated. You're playing your number one enemy at home, and you get blowed out. I mean, come on. And, and it, you're, you're supposed to be a team player, but yet, well, I'm not going to play in our playoff game. Yeah, if oh, I was his teammates, I'd yeah. alienate myself from him. Because you've, you've showed me as a fellow competitor – what our team actually means to you. Nothing. Right. Because I love the quote that Coach Saban said when they say they're going to get themselves ready for the NFL draft or the NFL combine. He says, how do you prepare for the NFL combine? You're not getting hit. You're not getting tackled. You're not going against the opposition and at the combine. So why... You tell me you're opting out to prepare for the combine? Now, I, I just, I don't understand that, that just, but you know, there's, I just say they're selfish. Absolutely. And there's nothing, I mean, you're, you're, you're saying one message right, right now. And your words can say whatever you like, but the actions speak volumes to your current team. And then they also speak volumes to whoever's going to decide to draft you. It's really, really interesting to me that these guys. I mean, uh, they're, they're, it's it to me. It's like a shock to the program, if you ask me. For such a great university, Ohio State, to to be in the playoffs, playing against Georgia, and for their their team, for their guys to be jumping ship already. It, I can't. I, yeah. I don't know, man. I just can't. I mean, at least I could respect. I could respect it in some sense if, uh, say, like Bryce and Will are not because they're not playing for a championship and they don't want to jeopardize the millions of dollars that is in front of them. But for them to have that type of character, to stick it through, and to say on camera there was never a question of whether we were going to play in this game or not blows me away. And you just compare or contrast that to what's going on at Ohio State. I, I mean – that is just that is a sad, sad situation. The first guy to leave was one of their what top wide receivers. He jumped into the transfer portal with the playoffs on the line, and he must have had some news that uh, is their quarterback also not going to play in the game. No, I'm sure C.J. Stroud will play. He's okay, got so to. C.J. Stroud is still going to. He's play. got to because like I, I, I don't think his stock is where he needs it to be. So I think he's got to. Go show he can do it against somebody that's not a, a a baby team. And it and it may speak to these guys opting out of the playoff game. It may speak to their lack of confidence in their ability to perform at a high level because mm-hmm. apparently they don't want to put themselves on the on the center stage against the arguably arguably the best defense in the country. 
um, especially after seeing what Tennessee did, or what happened to Tennessee from Georgia. So, Austin, what are your thoughts um, on Will and Bryce coming back, and, and what do you think the impact will be uh, just from your perspective on the game? Well, it's refreshing because, you know, that's not the norm now. You know, what we're seeing out of these Ohio State guys, I mean, that's a little far-fetched, you know, with the playoffs on the line. But sitting out is the new norm. Um, going where you can make the most money is the new norm, which is very frustrating because there's no buy-in at all other than, you know, how much money I can make at this university. So, you know. Yeah, that, if your team ain't playing the game, then you're screwed. Yeah, I mean, you you know, what? why not just jump ship and go one of these top programs that's going to offer you. It's like, uh, who was it? Mac Brown said that, that Drake May from North Carolina, two different teams offered him $5 million but he to leave North. Did he? Drake, Drake May said that did not happen. Oh, I did not see that part of it, but. I knew he's numerous people had said it. You don't know where is he coming from. out this year? Or is he a junior or a sophomore? Well, he may sophomore. transfer. Is the is the the thing? So, but he's good. he's good. Yeah, he's good. Um, but you know, I mean, it's it's literally the free agency, and you know, the whole you're not supposed to talk to these guys until they enter the portal. That's not happening. The, those guys are c- coming in back doors to talk to these guys. Guys that yeah. play on their teams are are getting a hold of these guys for them. Hey, so, you want to know what's crazy is uh, Bryce Young actually did it the right way, and he's making a ton of money. Yep. I, I you know, as far as NIL goes, that in in five years it's going to look completely different. I think they're going to do something to put some kind of a yeah, they have to. Uh, they have the fed, to. The feds are going to start regulating or somebody. They have to. Yeah. It, it trips me out that, uh, you know, talking about the guy they just uh, brought in to be the head of the NCAA as, as president. I know he was a collegiate athlete, but uh, he's a politician. Yeah, Not good. qualified. He's a, he's, a, he's a Republican in a Democrat state, and uh, he knows how to build bridges, I guess. And he knows, he knows the, the ins and outs of politics. But when you think the federal government is going to be your savior when it comes to regulating anything – you are beyond a, a buffoon. But they're about <laughs> to do it. That's, that's what Saban and uh, Tuberville and all them are saying needs to happen. Yeah, and I, do, I just I strictly do not agree with them. But the They're NCAA, doing such a great job with finances right now. Look, yeah. some, someone needs to regulate what's going on. Oh, yeah, feds, it's got to happen. It's going to be agreed. the feds, but it shouldn't I be. I mean, the thing is, is that the college football wants – the government to be the bad guy and the government wants to be the bad guy, but wants to put it back on college football. So it's not, it's not going to be pretty, whatever it is. With that being said, um, the um, NCAA as an institution is losing its grip because I would say the, the, uh, the main four or five commissioners, you know, especially like uh, the, the SEC commissioner, they're the ones that really move the needle when it comes to what college football is doing. So, We'll it, we'll have to stay tuned to see what happens there, but I'm I'm on board with all of you guys when it comes to the what we're seeing now. I was not certain whether um, whether Bryce or Will would play in the game. I was not going to be angry at them if they didn't because they're not playing for all the marbles. But it ah. just 
nah. it bolsters my admiration that for for each of those guys that they are going to stand in and they're going to play. And look, we still don't know how they're going to fare against Kansas State because hey, this hey, let's team not has forget, been inconsistent. Uh, Leonard Fournette's ass started this stuff. He's he's the he set out a big game, and, and that's the first big name guy. I remember yep, that I, I remember forgot about that. Sitting out uh, before he went to the pros. He was he had one yeah. two good years, and, and he won a Super Bowl. One, <laughs> yeah. Well, another thing yeah. about the transfer portal: take uh, JoJo Earl. <laughs> you know he leaves. You know, he gets hurt. That's not Coach Saban's fault. That's not the offensive coordinator's fault. You get hurt and you can't get well. Well, what what are we supposed to do? Just keep your spot available till you get hurt. Or limp you out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we got guys, we got a game, we got to prepare. But he leaves on kind of lack of playing time. But you've been hurt nearly the whole time you've been at Alabama. So yeah, that, that, um, I, I don't understand that. As far as the transfer portal, I don't understand that part of it. Well, yeah, when he, and when he came back, you know, he got a little bit of playing time, but I think he made yeah. a drop or two. Yeah. Well, there's got to be a limit too, though, on how many places you can go well, and I leave it was only and go and leave. As far as it no, was, it but that disappeared. No, no, nope. I'm talking about you can play a different score every, school every year now. Spur and play that. That very next year, I thought that was only one yeah. time you could do that. It used to be, Uncle Bill, and used to you had to sit out a year before you now played. Now you play every year, and now it's it doesn't matter. You can leave. He can leave after this year and go somewhere else. Um, I, I knew you could as a okay. graduate transfer. Yeah. Now you can every year, no holds yep. barred. You can just leave. It doesn't matter. Also, uh, while we're talking about this, did anybody see Jimbo Fisher? Talking about having a problem with the NIL. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> the, hypo- the hypocrisy. Shut up, uh, well, Jimbo. Well, he talked about there needing to be re- uh, regulations because well, there's tampering. That, that's what Saban said, bro. <laughs> there hey, is definitely not tampering going on. By the way, we. But he need to also fix the brought out Austin when he was talking about that. He also brought in about the tampering in the portal. <laughs> In that same speech. That now, I don't. That. Last year, when Saban said that, and Jimbo came out and got all defensive, well, that lets you know right there that he knew he was doing some bullcrap because he got so defensive over it, and he felt like he had to uh, defend his honor, and it ended up working against him. Well, he looked and, like an idiot. Yeah. Well, and now it's even worse that oh, I tampered and we still lost. They need to fix this. Yeah. You got your <laughs> one of the worst seasons, man. Yeah. Um, so well, he certainly earned it. So Josh, yeah. where, so Josh, where's your uh, favorite guy that left Alabama and went to Texas? Where's he gonna go now? Who a Jai? Yeah, That's not my favorite guy. What you talking about? <laughs> hey, where's speaking he of Texas, now? hey, he about to go to uh, he would go to Jackson State, but he's probably gonna go to Colorado <laughs> with Dion. What's that? Speak, speaking of Texas. Billingsley has declared for the draft. Oh, good grief. 
So has uh. He's he was, played one like one full season in his career, and he's. So what y'all think about drafted. Dion? You think he's about to uh, have Colorado in the top ten? Because I do. Um, I'll point to you, Uncle Bell. What do you think about Dion coaching up at uh, coaching them Buffaloes up in Colorado? I could care less. There's going to well, be a lot of pot smoke no, if look, I had to it guess. Ain't, it ain't about if you care less. It's about they're they're now in – he's now in the big dog leagues. And uh, what he did at Jackson State, I don't I don't care what you think about him. It was, we'll know very quickly. It was something crazy. And now he's going to be having a, a bigger school, a bigger – they got great facilities in Colorado. They're like one of them sleeping They giants. got a lot of snow in Colorado too. I just don't a lot of marijuana. Sunshine boy can like all black, black, black people don't like black people don't like the cold. I get you, but he's uh, from Florida too. Neither do I. But <laughs> I'm just telling you, I think oh, I think he is a, he's going to have that place. We'll we'll see how good of a coach he is. That's but all I that think I'll he's say. A great coach, man. Well. I, well, I mean, we've only seen him for two. We've only seen him for two years. So the players love him. He plays hold, a good brand. It, they score it, a lot of points. It. Hold it. What what signifies a great coach? I I'm I'm telling you what I think. I hey. I'm not a big look. I'm not a big Dion fan, and I don't he's, like what he got the two championship games in a row. He got beat. I don't I don't like how he sold that college bill of goods. Because he yeah. acted and then like he was dropped there him. for a long haul yeah. and he was going to build something there. Yeah. And then he dipped. All I'm saying is what he did there in a couple years, you can tell he was there. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not, he really shouldn't fault the guy, but he shouldn't have been saying what he is. But I remember Saban saying, I ain't leaving Miami. And uh, I love Saban. So I can't, I don't think hold, in the I can't, I can't hold Saban to this. And then say Dion did it wrong and not be like Dion, whatever, man. It is what it is. Cause I said that was saving. But one one difference though. He was talking about what he was gonna do for the historically black, black colleges by doing this. All but, of them. That's, and that's Saban was talking about what he was gonna do for the Dolphins. A or B is the same thing. The, but the Dolphins are just in Miami. The historically black, black colleges are all over. What I'm saying is, I told you, I don't like what he did there either, but I also don't like Saban saying that. I don't like people saying anything if they're not going to do it. But and, Dion, he's going to have that college. And, and they're going to be good. A new coach coming in, bringing his son, and you already saying he's my quarterback. Well, what about the guy that was already there, Dion? They were 1-11. Yep. Well, that don't make no difference. Screw him. It hey, the good thing is they can just jump in the portal and go somewhere else. Uncle Bill, if you're one in eleven, <laughs> it's everyone's fault. No, you all right. suck. Let Listen, me pull this. Let me pull the reins back in here on this show, so we uh, so we get something productive done. Quick, and I'm going to say this, Jackson, Jackson State. No, hold on, Josh. Hold on, Jackson no, 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 State no, no. to Colorado. Uh, you know when when it talks about players and bringing great players, you can bring you can upgrade a team quickly at the Jackson State level if you bring top level talent. It may be different when you get to Colorado. We will see what happens. I like Dion, and I don't know why, but uh, his number one recruit already followed him there. Yeah, so well, that, that, that makes that makes Just sense. What? Hey, Colorado is a ninety percent white team this year. Watch it next year. That's all I'm saying. 
And I'm going to tell you, you guys know black people are better at athletes, at athletics. I'm just saying. But there again, what does that tell you about that boy? That guy. Hockey. Jackson State meant nothing to that boy. They paid him. No. Whatever. I never thought it did. Did you? (laughs) They paid him good money to come to Jackson State. And here's what Jackson State got. And they just paid him the same amount of money to go. Jackson Their State. pockets just That's got That's the deeper. whole problem with the NLL. That's what we're talking about. Well, here's the thing, though. as If we talk about this, and this is where I'm kind of hung up on the transfer portal because a coach can leave anytime he wants to leave. Yeah. And that means nobody's commitment means anything anymore because if a coach can, can make you promises and then, you know, backdoor and go to another university or go pro – what happens to, to the empty promises that he made? So it's a slippery I, I'm, slope, dude. And we're on the bottom is. of that slope. Mm-hmm. It is. And the hard thing is, is that if if you go to play for a college because that coach is there and he leaves, you should legitimately have the opportunity well, to go that, somewhere that's else. That's actually how it used to work. If a yeah. coach left, well, then those players had the opportunity to transfer anywhere without sitting out a year. That's an actual – that actually was the rule. So it wasn't about the players had to commit and the coach didn't. No, the players could leave if the coach left. Well, I'm a little frustrated because West Virginia has a basketball player whose coach got fired before the season, and he transferred to West Virginia, and the NCAA won't let him play. I'm like, what? But you can transfer somewhere in football halfway through the season, and you can start. That is bananas. Yeah, I don't know what to yeah. on that. Yeah. Well, let's talk quickly before we wrap this show up um, about our thoughts in that Bama-Kansas State football game. Um, <clears throat> what I'm going to do is I'm going to start here with Wild Bill and uh, see what he thinks as far as a Bama v. Kansas State score. We're gonna put Uncle Uncle Rico, Uncle Rico in, dude. Well, hold on, hold on, just a minute. Before we do that, before we do that, give me a couple keys to victory for Alabama, Uncle Bell. Should have started there. Defense has got to play fast. Got to play smart, and the offense has got to cut down on penalties. But but I think Very good. Josh. Go ahead, go ahead. But I think uh, with the practices that they've been able to get with since all the guys went into the portal, I think Bryce has had time with especially some of these receivers. I think they've had time to work together and get a little co- cohesiveness, uh, familiarity with one another. I think you'll see a different passing game uh, out of Alabama. And I know Will and Bryce gave the team a uh, – speech the other night before they left for the holidays. So I, I think it uh I think they're gonna be okay. I, I don't I do not suspect <coughs> to see a uh, a different passing game because it's the same loser play, calling plays. However, I do want to win the game. I think we're gonna win. And uh maybe Bill O'Brien will actually Take this as a uh, job interview for the Patriots job and uh, call plays. But now that I think about it, looking back on it, 
this offense does look like the Patriots offense without Tom Brady, <laughs> and it sucks. Yeah. A bunch of dink and dunk, little passes to the running backs, little intermediate passes. Like, that's what we have. Well, And that works for the Patriots. That's what Bill Belichick wants. But, uh, but, but, you know, you can't help it that the receivers drop the passes. You can't help it that they can't get away from the defensive guys that's cutting so now, them. So now, now you're making excuses for Bill O'Brien. You want him back, Uncle Bill? I, it don't make no. any difference. I'm just saying. It don't make me no difference. Players have got to execute. So it doesn't make you any difference. And I could probably look back at our text group and find many instances where you said he needed to go. Well, I, I don't know about that. Which Maybe one is it, man? I, I want him to get the guy from TCU. That's who I want him to get. Well, that's not Bill O'Brien, Uncle Bill. That don't mean you're okay with it. <laughs> Come on, I now. Want, I want Bill O'Brien on the very first train out of Tuscaloosa you know where before I want the game. Bill O'Brien? Can Steve Sarkeesian come you back? That, you ever seen that movie Titanic? Josh. I want Bill O'Brien to be Leonardo DiCaprio's character. He ain't got There's no There's not head. enough room on this ice block, Bill. There's not enough room. <laughs> Bye. So Saban is Rose. And and O'Brien is Jack. He just pushes and, him off into the water. Like, There's not enough room, buddy. I'm sorry. What what'd she but say before she let go of there. him? I'll never I'll let never go. Let go. As she <laughs> let's go. I'll never let go. Never understood that. Get your that. fingers off of here, Bill. Just stop, stop. just gonna hey, say God. there was always room yeah. for both of them. Just throwing that out there. Oh, Saban hired him. Yes. Unfortunately, okay. He needs to fire him. He's also the one that's not renewing He's not going to have to. And you know what, Austin? There was plenty of room for, on that. There was plenty of room. I, I hate that old lady. I concur. <laughs> there was plenty of room. What? She the wanted. Whole... Or like, take turns, you know. What's the guy's name from TCU? Something Riley. I think it's Lincoln Riley's brother. Yeah, and then there's a. Uh... Uh, Let's bring thing. Gary Patterson in for defense. Austin P, baby, let's go. They've even mentioned be... the Browse guy that's in Arkansas's name has been. But mentioned. look, there's there's only a few times in life you see someone that you just know is the guy. That Austin P dude is the guy. He's inspirational. Well, he's intense. He had those team that team fired up to play Bama. You know, they got demolished, but still. But <laughs> he was the head coach. Being so they're supposed to that. beat Bama? <laughs> what you... Yeah. Scotty Walden, we are caught. This is a this is an all points APB all points bulletin for Scotty. Crap! What did I say his name was? See, Scotty how, Walden. How crazy would it be? If the day that Bill O'Brien gets fired, that dude gets hired, and we'll feel like geniuses. Cause I just I, I loved his energy. I just feel like I told I feel you like so. Be great. I feel it. Is he an offensive-minded coach? Yes, yeah. he is. He yep. was a quarterback too. He Ooh. was a quarterback. Mm. What is uh, Uncle Bill? You talk. don't remember his uh, interview on that game? I remember it. Yeah, man, he was great. 
What's the latest news on Jeremy Pruitt, too? Because we need him back for the defense. I heard he was gay, dude. He's working at the Walmart here in Fort Payne, don't you know? <laughs> no, he golfs and, at the and he he's golfs gay. at the. I also heard that too. <laughs> he oh, golfs at the golf course in Gaston, don't he, Bill? Yeah, so he he's gay. He's he he's gay. He golfs and he works at Walmart. You know, what's really going to go well for us if he ever accidentally listens to the podcast because Uncle he golfs on Uncle Bill's <laughs> golf course and then here's you just being an absolute idiot with a listen capital up. idiot. Okay, I'll talk to him right now. Jeremy Pruitt, listen. It's a joke. I saw you on two-a-days back on MTV when uh, you was at Hoover, Alabama. A big fan. Big fan right here. But you're gay. <laughs> big fan, though. Big fan. <laughs> Roll time. That being said, um, that made it better. What, uh, Josh? Since you are so heavily focused on homosexuality, what are those like, keys to? Uh, I do like his, his podcast uh, microphone. It's working really good. Thank Very you. Good. It sounds, sounds really clear. Actually, yeah. and currently ours is not. So, with that being said, what are a couple keys to victory? Watch this. Whoa. <laughs> what wow. was that? It's got a fix. Do it. That was pretty cool. That was awesome. Do it again. (laughs) Oh, no. Hello. (laughs) Josh, this is your inner inner thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your conscience. Dude, I want that. Keys to victory, Josh. Give us keys Um, to victory for Alabama versus Kansas State. The key to victory is... uh, our players need to give 110. percent Not possible. Uh, we need to. Uh, we need to be able to. It looks like Kansas State is one of those teams that <laughs> you need to be able to uh, run the ball effectively on. Yep. Uh, watching their game against TCU or against uh, yeah against TCU, they TCU wasn't able to run the ball that great with that Vaughn guy, and he's really good. No, uh, Vaughn's on Kansas State. What's the other guy from TCU then? can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking well, about. Well, they didn't run the ball good. So we need to be able to run the ball, and uh, they got a pretty good defense, but we need to <laughs> stop their quarterback, get some pressure on him, because uh, I honestly, it looked like if he's not doing anything, they're not going to be do- be able to do anything. Um, and that's it. I was, honestly, I just think we need to whoop their ass. What do you mean, keys to victory? The- yeah, far be it from it's a football Kansas podcast State. to want to know keys Dude. to victory. <laughs> it's Kansas State. It's Kansas State. They beat yeah. the team in the playoffs. Something hey, they couldn't do. I will DCU. say, I will say though, metrics wise, looking at their stats, it's pretty dang even. Just it's gonna throw that out even. there. Alabama, uh, Alabama and Kansas State are very even. Kansas State allows like twenty points a game. Alabama allows eighteen. I don't care. You remember that time we lost to Utah? I do. Well, I'm gonna do the same thing I did then. We're about to whoop that ass. Okay. Oh well, <laughs> that seals it right there. I don't care if this is the biggest game of their program's history. It kind of is. Kind of is. Well, they just did. They won a Big Twelve. No, they won like a, a, a national championship, right, Uncle Bill? At some point, did Snyder know. win a championship? I don't think he did. I think so. Well, I'm gonna Google it. Austin, um, since we got a whole yeah. nothing from Josh but the poop emoji, that was all that was spilling out of his <laughs> mouth on video, just poop emoji at, at, at random. <laughs> what are a couple of keys to victory 
from your perspective, <laughs> well, Alabama to beat Kansas correct. State? I, I want to check that. Uh, Kansas State uh, and Virginia Tech are only the two Power Five conference schools that have never won a national championship in any team sport. That's pretty so, sad. There you well, go, Josh. You they were deserve wrong to about beat that. us. You they, were they wrong about their us. running back. You were wrong about Kansas State. You were Honestly, wrong I'm, about being I'm a good guy. Bad You're ugly, they... you smell, and your breath is terrible. What <laughs> good are you? I think that they should beat us because they deserve it. <laughs> like, they've never won anything, well, that'll, dude. Well, that'll help Alabama bounce back next year. They just won the uh, Big Ten Championship. Yeah, but they've never won the a national in a championship while. in any sport. The next thing you know, Josh. They haven't even Auburn won fan. it in golf, dude. <laughs> They're losers. Hey, West Virginia wins it every couple years in uh, shooting. Yeah, Imagine that. So Virginia Tech sucks and uh, Kansas years. State. Two of the worst colleges in the freaking country. <laughs> You're right. not wrong. I'm, I'm going to mute. <laughs> I unmuted. Stop. Admonish him. <laughs> oh, okay. So, anywho, um, they're going to have to run the ball, control the line of scrimmage on offense and defense because Deuce Vaughn has uh, – how many yards he has? Uh, 1,400 yards. Uh, they need to keep Will Howard from running the ball. Don't need to break down and let him run it. Uh, he's not that great of a passer. He's only through for 15 touchdowns. But 15 touchdowns to two interceptions. Uh, he's, you know, he's a good game manager. So control the line of scrimmage on both sides. Uh, keep their running back from having a big day. Keep quarterback from running. That's what I got. Their quarterback, uh, he makes some big throws too. You got a good arm on him. Yep, he'll take what you give him. So. Yep. Don't give him much. You're on mute, loser. We don't hear you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, can you no. guys hear me? Yeah. I can hear y'all. Quincy, I yeah. can hear you. Quincy. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, did I, did I, did I there you? we go. Maybe that was a concerted effort just to make me gaslight me to tell me I was muted. You were um, muted. I don't have enough energy for that. <laughs> so I don't know where Alabama stands uh, compared to Kansas State or if they're much more disciplined than we are. What I do know is we need to keep the football out of their hands yep. because the possession the, our, our proclivity to being ran on is just tumultuous. I mean, it's it's horrifying how bad Auburn ran all over us. Mm-hmm. And I would say they are probably, you know, strides better than Auburn. So I, we do need to ramp up the discipline offensively to make sure that we're not uh, committing an egregious amount of penalties. Run the they ball. only allow 150 yards a game rushing. So we need to double that. What it boils down to is, does Bama's players come to play? Are they are they inspired? Do they have something to play for? And do they put in the work? 
to get it done. I think the I think the guys that are left will show up mad. I hope so too. But I mean, like like we said earlier, we rarely have players sit out these games, and I know we've been trounced a few times in the past when we have had a letdown and we're not playing for anything. Because well, the so hope used, is is that the, the hope is that um, the hope is with Will and Bryce definitely mm-hmm. coming to play setting the precedent inspires the team yeah it inspires yep. the team to come and make their last game uh and representing right. the crimson tide something you know forward. Move it forward so that, so they want to reestablish the bama mentality yes. because I, i've seen that happen too uh a couple times in Saban's career here uh where we had a letdown and then we reestablished it but i've also seen where we let it go so I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that, that this team uh, reminds everybody that Bama's for real and next year uh, we're not going anywhere uh, and well, we'll be back. Agreed. Number and one so recruiting I'm, class yet again. I've got to say I am extremely encouraged by the this recruiting class. This recruiting class is the shit. My goodness. My Sorry, goodness. It is loaded. It's loaded. Sorry, Uncle Bill. Um, about those two boys from Montgomery. What what happened with those? Did they did they come in or? Yeah. Was, oh yeah, they signed together. Yeah, yeah two big go. defensive both, guys. Both yep. of them are five star defenders, defensive linemen and a linebacker. Hey, you know that's uh that's they big old big. boys too. Very you happy, have, Mick. Them besides Saban made him look like a midget. So we need to get yeah. in here and whoop their tail, and then yes. uh, Saban clean house as far as you know. Reassess and coaches and put some people in the places that are actually going to carry out his vision. And uh, and if Bryce doesn't come back, it's Ty Simpson's team, I think. Yeah, there's no way Jalen Milrose getting that. I think he's the guy. We saw the sample size and it ain't going to work out. We were begging for it, we were begging for it. So he could be a running back, he done what he could do. Well, we didn't think Jalen was going to work out either. that's exactly it. Unless he makes <laughs> a Jalen Hurts like transformation. Nah. Could it happen? Jalen's always Jalen's always had a good Jalen dug deep. Yeah, but no. Jalen no, no, no. has always had a good throw in motion and actually good mechanics and good no, teaching. Sir. And they, he just worked on it and he fine tuned it. Milro does not have that. Jalen does not, not have great category. mechanics. He absolutely he did, did not. I said he, he had good mechanics. He worked he on good them. Mechanics. Quincy, the first Shut few up. games that he was quarterback, he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Uh, but whatever he, he did, but he also did not have the right touch on the ball as right. well. Kip he is a, he was, was a tough. better throwing quarterback than Jalen Milrow was. Kippen's he's ridiculous now. <laughs> Look at Milrow's throwing motion; it ain't the same. I'm sorry, it's just, they're not. There the is same. a difference. There's a difference. They are not the same. No way and no, nope. All right, Uncle Bill, give us your best educated guess. I mean, it's been a few weeks since we've seen football. You know the ins and outs. I went to the Boise State game. It was it was a lot of fun. They played North Texas, the Mean Green, and they won. Can you give me the other one? Talk to me. uh, Talk to me about what you think the score is going to be. Wild Bill, thirty-one to twenty, Alabama. 31-20. 31-20. Yeah, that boy from uh, – before you asked the others, the boy from North Texas, the third quarterback, he's getting another year. He's going to be 30 years old before he gets through the next football season. 
Hey, I'm rooting for him. I don't know what he's going to do, but I'm for the old guys. I'm for the old guys, baby. Make that comeback. I, I thought about trying to get into the National Guard so I could serve the country, and I could, I'm too old, I'm too fat, and I'm too ugly, and I can't do it. I'm sorry. The Marine Corps wouldn't have me. So I didn't get to serve the country. All right, Austin Dash, what do you think? Bama, K-State, give me your best score. Um, 42 to 22, Alabama. 42, 22, Bama. Josh Moran, you are currently sitting on mute, and I didn't do it. Um, what is your score, Abilama? Roll Tide. Um, I'm going to tell you what I want to happen. I'm, I want another Michigan State blowout from 2010. Wasn't that when it was? We had just won a championship the year before. We had a letdown the year was after. Two thousand twelve or was it two thousand? It was one of those, but but I thought it was Michigan. You know I didn't think it was Michigan. Michigan State. Nah, it Michigan was Michigan State, State dude. Oh, well they but then they played Michigan in a bowl game too one year. When That's they in ninety seven when Tom Brady beat us, bro. <laughs> no, no, they played them like we, three years ago, four years we ago. Played they a beat bowl them. Game and no, we lost. before that, before that. Kirk Cousins oh, was Michigan up. State quarterback. <laughs> and, well, that explains hey, a lot. Hey, hey, and you know what's funny? That's his whole career. He can't win a big game. Like, he's great in the regular season. They just set the record the other day for the biggest comeback in NFL history at 36 points. And are 33, but they won, you know, uh, by three. And – Come playoffs, you can go ahead and mark it down, and you can bet against him because he's going to suck. That's funny. I didn't know that he was a quarterback of that game. Anyways, that's what I want to happen. I want another 53 to nothing. I think they scored zero. I think it was 53 to nothing. It was horrible. It was horrible in a great way. So That's what I want. And that next year, I think we won a championship. Am I right? Yes. So that's what I want. That's what I. Yeah. That's what I want out of Bryce and them. Um, I am. Uh, go ahead. So it, it was the the Citrus Bowl of twenty. So it would have been what the year two got hurt. Oh, that's right. Eleven that's and right. two. They beat did. Michigan thirty five oh, to sixteen. When he got murdered by uh, Mississippi State. And yeah, and Mac Jones it. threw three touchdowns, and they beat him thirty five to sixteen. And he had snot running out of his mouth when he was getting carried off the field, and he looked like he was almost dead. He was almost y'all, dead. Y'all remember that? Yeah, it was. That's what he looked like when he got hit. When he was, uh, it was horrifying. What those Mississippi State guys did to him—that was horrifying. Now okay, all you got to so, now all you got to do is push him hard, and he does that. I, though. I will say though, that is pretty impressive that they beat these guys this bad because a lot of those guys are on the Michigan team this year. Well, that's sad. Oh. It took them four years to get good. That's horrible. Yeah, but but I mean they got they got destroyed years. and and Alabama lost. I tell lost. you, I'm not a Harbaugh fan, but when he came out uh, against abortion, you know, I was like, hey, he's a nice guy. Yeah, I still hate him. I still hate him. And he beats Ryan Day, so that's fun. That. Yeah. Well. Here we go. Uh, Quincy's prediction is 49-17 Alabama. Hey, I didn't give you mine. I just did a lot of talking. You said 53 Um, to nothing. Oh, I did, right? (laughs) Technically. 
Go ahead. Give us your freaking prediction. 53 to nothing. I didn't see that coming. Dude, I'm about to take some nighttime Theraflu, bro. <laughs> okay. Well, with that being said, um, we're not going to – we won't have another podcast until – Next Monday. 2023. What? Oh. It's next Monday, bro. <laughs> I, know. I know. You didn't even let me have the joke. What a, what a loser. With that doing? being said, um, hey, Quincy, hey, that'll be the action, uh, two semifinal games. Yeah, oh, that'll be a that's a good idea. Are we gonna make prediction for the two semifinal games? That's a good point. I think we should. I, Quincy, I absolutely oh. yes. Our our next show is January second, right? So it'll be after all this. Yeah, all right. So who goes first? Mm-hmm. No, no, there's a game Saturday. About... There's a game Saturday in there. Aren't the games Saturday? Yeah. All of them Saturday. Yeah. Bama's yeah. at 11, and then yeah. those two are afterwards. It's going to be an epic day of freaking football. Michigan. Okay. Uh, so here's what we'll do. First We're going to – what's that? Michigan TCU's the first game. It's not going to okay, go well so for TCU. We're going to go Michigan TCU as our first run. So, Uncle Bill, I would like to hear from you, then from Austin, and then from Josh. Um – 34 to 28, Michigan. 34, 28. And they're playing Michigan. TCU? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I, I'm going to get – I'm <laughs> going to pick based on what I want to happen. That's what I like to do. I want Michigan to win 47 to 12 to 14. Okay, say that again. It wasn't even your turn, but say that again. 47-14. <laughs> I want right, Bama said- I want I want Bama to kill. I want TCU to get killed, and then I'll tell you the other one in a minute. Okay, then uh I'm going to go with Austin Dash. What is your score for Michigan TCU? Michigan 34 TCU 20. Man, I don't think they're going to yeah. score that much on them, but honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. If well, I was going to go 17, but I don't know. We'll see. I Here's what I have done. I've got TCU winning 38-16. If TCU wins, do we pull for them in the championship just for the hell of it? Well, We're yeah. Worth now, baby. Come on. No, go dogs. Uncle Bill, do you know that TCU no. is about – because then we'll have to from Quincy's house, literally. Because then we'll have to hear Georgia fans yell, "We're the new Alabama." It's yeah, but us to Georgia, prove wrong. I want Georgia to get their ass beat if TCU plays them. I'm, I'm all in on TCU just because I'm, I'm here. Like literally, they're they're a really fast <laughs> drive for us. <laughs> they're very they're 15 minutes from me. Yeah, okay. 15 freaking minutes. Uncle Bill, Georgia, Ohio State. Georgia. Mm. He can't even come mm-hmm. up That's with an easy one. Point. He can't even That's figure out how many one. points Georgia's going to win by. <laughs> what, what did I give you on the first one? 34-28. You better double No, you better double Georgia's points and half TCU's right. <laughs> uh, 41 to 20. 
I was getting ready to say four, 42 to 20. Okay, Austin Dash, 42-20. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not giving Ohio, I'm not giving Ohio State above 20 points. I don't know that they'll he score that. He freaking prices righted you, Uncle Bill. I don't care. He's Bob I, I hope they win by that. That would be hilarious. One dollar. <laughs> hey, we watched a good ball game today, didn't we, Bill? Yeah. <laughs> Bowling that. Green in New Mexico State. Oh God! Yeah, I saw that on TV. I'm like, uh, I ain't. Well, hey. All right, I Josh. Ain't Jones, I ain't Jones in that much. <laughs> no. All right, Josh. What do you got? I think Georgia. Man, what the hell can Ohio State do on George to Georgia? You got. I think it's more about out. what you got. Players sitting out. Honestly, yeah. I think Georgia's or Georgia's gonna pounce them. Uh, pounce them. I want to say 42, but he already said it. So I'm going to go 49, 49, 49 to seven. 49 to seven. I think in my opinion, just real quickly, I think it's more about Georgia kind of having a slight letdown because Ohio state has had so many defectors. I'm calling 20 to 10. There's no way way because Georgia is the new Alabama. Let's be honest with this. What was your prediction? 28-10. 28-10. Georgia, Kirby Smart, Georgia is the Alabama prior to the last few years right now because they're so good year in and year out. They reload. Their defense is just – it's not good. It's great. And that's what you saw from Saban when Kirby Smart was at Bama. Was at Bama. Like, he's but doing they such have, a good job, though. They have been – somewhat inconsistent this year when it comes to yeah. the teams that they're playing. So Missouri, you know, if I, Kent State, who yeah. else did they play? I mean, they was no, let down. They ended, up I mean, those, they ended up whooping Missouri's butt, though. They beat them by like well, it's six points. 26-22. Yeah. Oh, um, four points. Mind. Yeah, that went down I mean, to the wire. You, that Tennessee game was 27-13. Mississippi State only put 19 on them. Kentucky <laughs> was 16-6. to Georgia Tech put 14 points on them. That LSU game, we knew what was going to happen there, and, I mean, it just is what it is. Well, now that you told me that, they're going to lose. I'm kidding. They're going to whoop Ohio State's ass. (laughs) Well, that's my thought. I think think maybe Georgia takes Ohio State slightly lightly. That's not even a phrase. Slightly lightly. I need to show you that my bookie website that I put a little money on. Like I'm, I'm literally afraid to cash the money out because I don't even know if it's legal. But you can go on this website. You can actually bet on the game. So we should put a little money on the Georgia game, and then I'll the bet straight across with you. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to the bookie. in Biden's economy. Right. I don't have enough money to live, much less bet it's on. It's a legal game. website, though. It's that it's sounded not, it's, uh, not in this country. That sounded like Ted Cruz, Austin. That was hilarious. I loved it. All right, guys, that is the show for this week. I sure wanted to talk a little bit about NFL football and my hope. Why the hell didn't we? My hope that Jalen Hurts goes on to win a Super Bowl. That and an MVP. So incredible. And an MVP. Garner Minshew looked pretty good yesterday, though, honestly. In that hey, in that can, can we – can we throw out though how Devontae looks just as good in the NFL as he did in college? He's I'll tell always you what, open. Devontae it's ridiculous. Would be, Devontae would be better 
if Minshew was the starter because mm. he he looked for Devontae his, all the time yesterday, yeah, bro. Like, but Devontae's just ra- his Devontae, route running. He's open well, every well, yeah, every play. But, it's crazy. But Hertz throws it to AJ Brown and Goddard more. Uh, Devontae was open every play like he is with Hertz, but Minshew was slinging it to him. And a few of them catches that he had were just insane yesterday. Yeah. Oh, man. my God. Always has been, always will be. Devontae, yep. the, the Slim Eagle, Reaper. The Slim Reaper. Jalen Jalen surprises me, dude. Like the, I couldn't be happier the for him. The freaking – how he throws the ball now is just – it's accurate. He, he's doesn't, re- make, he, he doesn't make uh, mistakes. He's, he's the guy. Alabama, he's Alabama Jalen in the NFL. He's doing exactly what he did within that offense in the NFL, and it's working. And uh, I hope, I hope dude, he wins. And with who that, them, who can beat them this year? We're going to find out on another podcast. It's going to take the Chiefs, Chiefs or the Bills. No, the Chiefs are going to lose to the Bengals again, bro. Like the Bengals. <laughs> right. Uh, Burrow's three and zero against Mahomes, bro. It ain't going to happen. Mahomes That's a crazy stat. Him and his stupid little sister and his brother. His brother. Oh All right. My God. With that, we got to go. This is Ben. Wait, wait, wait. BS. Just so you see BS how excited we are to talk about NFL, let's do this more next time. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. NFL Absolutely. rules, dude. If I didn't have to take a trip to the airport, we could continue this conversation. But it is time to go. He is Josh Moran, part of the Moran Brothers. That's Wild Bill because he has the memorable bullet points. Oh, and he man. is our Saban correspondent, Austin Dash. And I am Quince Moran. And this is the hey, Bama Sports Podcast. Roll Tide. We play Mississippi State Wednesday. Let's go. Roll Tide. Go Bama basketball. See y'all later. Roll Tide. <laughs> yeah! yeah. <laughs> it's epic.